You are listening to audio from the Mariner campus of CA Church, located in Coquitlam, British Columbia. We hope this message helps you grow in your personal relationship with Jesus. Well, good morning, everyone. Good morning. It is so good to be with you here. Such a joy to have our kids with us today. So many kids, kids camp shirts in the room from leaders and kids. So lovely to learn your songs. Thanks for showing us the actions and singing so well. You guys are great dancers, great singers, and I love to see it. Kids, if I haven't met you before, my name's John, and I'm one of the pastors here, and I have the great uh, privilege this morning of being able to talk to you about Jesus, to carry on what you've been doing all week at camp and learning about Jesus. But before I share with you, I thought it would be really lovely if some of the kids who are at camp, if some of you could share maybe something that you really enjoyed doing this week at camp. Is there anyone? I've got a microphone here. Carlin in the booth is going to be ready so that we can all hear you. What's one thing you loved at Kids Camp? If you could give us your name and tell us what you enjoyed this week. My name's Leo, and I loved um, going outside and throwing the water balloons. Yes, Leo. Love it. Amazing. I got to see that chaos out of my office window. It was quite amazing. Uh, any other kids? Does anyone else want to share? Yeah, absolutely. Can you tell us your name and something you love this Sarah, week? My name is Sarah, and I liked um, the craft station. The craft station. There we go, Sarah. Amazing, amazing. Fantastic. Who we got? Which one? Okay. My name is Selena, and I really enjoyed doing mission. Come on. Selena, enjoy doing mission. Let's go. Okay, we got one more over here. Fantastic. Got one more, brother. What have we got? My name is Radley, and I like throwing the balloons. Throwing the balloons. So good. Okay, amazing, amazing. You know what? I think I saw one more hand at the front. I don't want to miss you. Here you are. Um, I liked it, the water balloons, and my name is Abby because I had so much chaos. You love the chaos of the water balloons, yeah? Let's go, Abby. Let's go. Well, I could definitely tell from looking out the window and talking to some of you uh, that you had a good time at kids' camp. And so can we just one more time give it up for everyone who served at kids' camp? Yeah. Absolutely amazing. And so what I want to start by doing this morning is just a very quick recap of what you learned over the week, because you guys learned so much. And so we already heard these four words this morning, believe, do, love, and share. So I just want to give us a really quick couple of minute uh, uh, summary of what you guys were learning, and then we're going to go deeper into one of those four words. So first, you learned that we believe. That we're called to believe who Jesus is, that he is the son of God, that Jesus came to this earth, that he died on the cross for our sins, that he rose up from the dead, and that he is now ruling and reigning over everything. So we learn that we believe who Jesus is. We also learn this week that we do what Jesus did, that Jesus was an amazing example for us on this earth of how to live a good and a beautiful life, and that when Jesus tells us to do something, we can trust him. Because Jesus made us, and he knows how we are best to live our life. And so if Jesus gives us something to do, we can know that that's the very best thing for us. So we believe who Jesus is, we do what he, what he does, and then we love who Jesus loves. I know some of your faces were here a few weeks ago when I got to talk about salt and light. And this idea that God has loved us, and now he invites us to go out and love people with that same love. That because God loves us, he wants us to share that love with the world. And that brings us to that last word, share. 
You know, God doesn't want to keep the good things he's doing in our life inside. He wants us to go out and to share his great love for the world, to let people know that they need him and that he loves them. And so we believe, we do, we love, and we share. You guys got to go all through those themes this week. So this morning, I have the opportunity to talk about one of those, and it's number two, do what Jesus did. We're looking at a passage today in the Bible um, where Jesus is talking to us, his followers, and telling us the very best way for us to live our lives. He's giving us an amazing example of what it looks like for us to flourish and thrive as his children. So we're going to look at something that Jesus is asking us to do. Can we stand up together, everyone? The reason we stand on Sunday morning when we're reading is because we're about to read the Bible. These are the very words of God for us. So we stand up to recognize this is special. God has spoken to us and he wants to speak to us today and we believe that we can hear from him. So we stand up to recognize, wow, these words are really, really important. So I'm gonna read them and they'll be on the screen. Jesus said, you have also heard that our ancestors were told you must not break your vows. You must carry out the vows you make to the Lord. But I say, do not make any vows. Do not say by heaven, because heaven is God's throne. Do not say by the earth, because the earth is his footstool. And do not say by Jerusalem, for Jerusalem is the city of the great king. Do not even say by my head, for you can't turn one hair white or black. Just say a simple, yes, I will, or no, I won't. Anything beyond this is from the evil one. And that last verse is often translated, and some of you may have heard this before, but let your yes be yes and your no be no. Let your yes be yes and your no be no. I'm going to pray. God, thank you so much that you're here this morning. Your Holy Spirit is with us, your power and your presence. And God, you want to speak to us. You love to speak to us, your children, to lead us to love more like you and to live more like you. God, thank you that we can trust what you say. When you give us something to do, we know it's the best thing for us. So help us to hear you this morning, to follow you in everything we do. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Okay, everyone, take a seat. Take a seat. Okay, so what I want to start by doing is maybe help us understand in a different way what Jesus is saying. Because maybe like you, uh, I was a little bit confused this week about some of the words that Jesus was saying to us. And I think it's important that we find different ways to understand the Bible, to really know what Jesus is saying. And so I thought I would do what I did last time, uh, which is use food. You know, always a good idea. Jesus did it a lot. Use food to help us understand the Bible. And today I have some good British chocolates, quality streets. Um, I've heard some controversial opinions. Apparently not a lot of people like these, but I think they're okay. But we have some quality streets because uh, it's a good British candy. It even says by appointment to Her Majesty the Queen, now the King. So they must be good. The King eats these apparently. And so we're going to have uh, a bit of an example. So what I need is a kid, and I don't know if there's anyone here who's going to be able to fulfill these qualifications because it's quite a high bar. I need a kid who likes candy. Any of those? Any of those? Okay, right here. Absolutely. Would you come up front? Would that be okay? Amazing. Let's give her a round of applause. What is your name, my friend? Shylin. Shylin? It's so nice to meet you. Okay, I have a really hard job for you this morning, okay? Um, I'll just bring you over here just to the side. Can you step that way? Amazing. So that people can see you because this is a little bit tall. And so we'll bring this back here. And so I've got a candy wrapped up here. And what I need you to do is open it and enjoy it. That's it. Is that easy? 
Yeah, okay, amazing. Can you open this for us? Here we go. Just going to open it up. So I'm giving you this delicious candy for you to enjoy, and uh, I think you're going to like it. Yeah, it's nice and wrapped up. If you need some help, let me know. Oh, no, you're into it. You're an expert. Amazing, yep, get, get in there. Amazing. Oh, yeah, peel it off. Okay, oh, oh, okay. Keep going. Keep going. Okay, is, is that a candy? No, do you know what that is? It's a Brussels sprout, isn't it? Okay, <laughs> let, me, let me see that. Okay, so, so wait, what just happened? I said that I was going to give you a nice candy, but I didn't. Instead, I gave you a Brussels sprout. Was that very nice? No, it was a bit sneaky, wasn't it? It was. You know what? I'm going to give you the real candy right there. Everyone give her another round of applause. You can go take a seat. Thank you so much. Okay, so why did I do that? I'm sorry for being sneaky. Thank you so much. You were amazing. You were so helpful. The reason I did that is because that is exactly what was happening at the time that Jesus was telling people this message. There were a group of people who were saying they were going to do something, but then they weren't doing it. They said, yep, I'm going to do this. I'm going to give you the candy. But then they didn't give them the candy. And they were using big words to say, I promise, I promise, I promise. But then they didn't end up doing it. And Jesus is talking to us about this. And he wants to warn us and encourage us that when we say things, we want to tell the truth. And when we say we're going to do something, he wants us to do it. That's what we're going to look at today. And so, This is what was happening. There was a group of people being really sneaky. And do you know what they were doing? They knew this rule that was really important. And they all knew it. And this was the rule. If they said they were going to do something, and they said, I'm going to do this in God's name, then they knew that was really serious and they had to do it. Because they said they were going to do it in God's name. And there was a rule that if you said that, you had to do it. So, People would make that promise, and it meant, okay, I've said in God's name, I know I have to do that now. But what was happening was, people were saying, well, sometimes I want to say something, but not actually do it. So if I don't say in God's name, maybe I can say another name, and that will let me maybe be a bit sneaky and not have to do it. So instead of saying, I promise I'll do it in God's name, they said, I promise I'll do it in the name of Coquitlam. Or I promise I'll do it on the name of my family. Or I promise I'll do it in the hairs on my head. And this whole idea was they wanted to use big words to make big promises and make everyone think that they were going to do something. But they were kind of crossing their fingers behind their back so that if they didn't want to do it, they wouldn't have to. So they were being sneaky. They were saying they were going to do one thing, but then they were doing the other thing and they weren't doing it. They weren't being kind. They weren't using their words very truthfully. And this isn't like Jesus at all, is it? Because we know that Jesus is trustworthy and kind and true. Jesus is never sneaky. Jesus never lies. Do you want to know something amazing about Jesus? He's the only person who's ever lived who's never told a lie. Everyone else who's ever been on this planet has told a lot of lies, but Jesus has never told one. And do you know why that's such good news? Because everything that Jesus promises, we can trust that he's going to do. Everything that Jesus promises, everything he says he's going to do for us, when Jesus says he loves us, we we can trust that, we can believe that. When Jesus says he's going to save us and be with us forever, we can trust that because God is always truthful. Jesus always tells the truth. And here's the thing, he's never sneaky. He never says, I'm going to do this. He never says, I'm going to give you a candy and then gives you a Brussels sprout. That's not like Jesus. He'll always give you the candy. So this is who Jesus is. And Remember, 
God wants us to be like him. He wants us to do what he does. And so God wants us to be people that aren't sneaky, but we use our words to tell the truth. We do what we say we're going to do. We don't cross our fingers behind our back or say big words to get us out of having to do things. No. So what does Jesus say in this passage specifically? He talks about this idea and he says this, I want you as my followers to let your yes be yes and your no be no. I want you as my followers to let your yes be yes and my no and your no be no. What does that actually mean? Well, Jesus is saying we should only say things if we actually mean them. We should only say things if we actually mean them. We should only say, yes, I will do this, or yes, I have this, if we will do this, or we have this. And also, if we say no, then we shouldn't go and change our minds and do something else. But it's more than just the words yes and no. Jesus is saying we should only say what we actually mean. That when we say something, it should be the truth. That when we say something, it should be the truth. This is what Jesus is saying. Every single word that comes out of our mouth should be the truth. People should be able to trust everything that we say because we can trust everything Jesus says. He wants people to trust everything that we say so that everything coming out of our mouths, people know that it's trustworthy and true. Our words are really, really important. You know what that means? If Jesus wants every word to come out of our mouth to be true, then that means if that was true in our life, we would never have to say things like, okay, this time I promise. Like this time I'm telling the truth. We'd never need to say that. We'd never need to say pinky promise, pinky promise. This one, I really mean it, I really mean it. We'd never need to say that. We would never need to say, I swear I'm telling the truth this time. Because if we always told the truth, people would know when I say something, I mean it. And this is what Jesus wants us to do. He wants our yes to be yes and our no to be no so that everything we say, people can trust because it's true. Now these people were saying things, right? They were saying things that sounded true. They wanted everyone to think, oh yeah, this person's promising, they're telling the truth, but in reality they weren't and they were doing something different. They were being sneaky and this isn't what Jesus wants from us. But here's the thing. It's pretty hard sometimes to tell the truth and all of us mess this up. I mess this up all the time. You know, sometimes we don't tell the truth on purpose because we're embarrassed. We don't want to say that we've done something and we kind of hide it. Or maybe sometimes we get scared that we'll get in trouble if we tell the truth. You know, sometimes we're going to say we're going to do something and we just forget. We say to someone, oh yeah, I'll help you, no problem, Jolie, I'll help you next week. And then I get busy and I forget. You know, sometimes we lie, we don't tell the truth because we want to look a little bit better on the outside to people. We want people to think that we're maybe a little bit better than we are because we're afraid that they won't like us. There are all sorts of reasons why we often don't let our yes be yes and our no be no. And whatever the reason is, the reality is we all need God's help to do this. This is a really difficult thing. This is a really difficult thing that everything we say would be truthful, but you know what? God doesn't leave us on, his, on our own. He gives us his Holy Spirit. And kids, you've been learning all about the Holy Spirit this week, that the Spirit is God's power and presence in our life. The Holy Spirit is God's helper to, to lead us to live lives that look more and more like him, to live like Jesus and to love like Jesus. So the Holy Spirit will help us. If we're struggling to tell the truth, we can ask God for help and he will help us. Why? Because God always tells the truth. 
He tells the truth and he says, come to me if you need help and he will help us. But not only will the Holy Spirit help us tell the truth, another very important thing that the Holy Spirit does in our life is he will tell us and show us when we've we've lied. Sometimes that's how God helps us. He actually shows us and reminds us of times where we haven't told the truth. And in those moments when God shows us something, he does that to be kind to us, not because he wants to be angry at us, not because he wants to make us feel bad, but because he knows that, that telling lies and, and living that kind of a life, that, that's not the way to live. That's not the way to life. That's not the way to flourishing. No, God, God shows us the, the places where we've messed this up so that we can come to him and ask for forgiveness, and he can show us his love. He can show us his forgiveness. And so sometimes the Holy Spirit will show us where our yes hasn't been a yes and a no hasn't been a no and we've been sneaky or we haven't done something we said that we're going to do. And, you know, we need to ask God and say sorry, but sometimes we also need to say sorry to other people. If we realize that we've told somebody a lie, we are led by God, led by the Spirit to go and tell them. You know, guys, this week as I was, as I was working on this passage, the Holy Spirit, God was speaking to me And I realized there were some people in my life where I hadn't been honest. There were some people where I said I was going to help them, but I hadn't helped them. And God was showing me that. And so I had a conversation with this week with a friend. I got to call her up and I said, hey, I'm really sorry. Uh, God has just reminded me that I said I was going to help you, but I didn't. My yes was not a yes. I said yes, but then I didn't do it. And I'm really sorry about that. And you know what she said? She said, I forgive you. I forgive you. And that's what God's reaction to us is like. When sometimes we've messed up and we haven't got it right, we don't need to be afraid. We can go to him and he will forgive us because he loves us. And so God will help us with this, to let our yes be yes and no be no. We can pray, we can ask him, God help me to be a truthful person and he will help us. But part of that help is showing us sometimes where we've lied and then in that moment we get to go and say sorry to God and sorry to the person we lied to and God always forgives because he loves us. So God is kind. God is loving. He always tells the truth. And he wants everything coming out of our mouths to be the truth so that whatever we say, people can trust us and they can know what God is like. This is amazing. As we learn to tell the truth, as we learn to always let our yes be yes and no be no, as we become more trustworthy, we actually get to show the world what God is like, that he is trustworthy and he is true and that he's the one who will never ever fail us who will never ever lie to us who will never be sneaky you know god is never going to give you the brussels sprout when he says he's going to give you the candy he's just never going to do it that's not who he is and that's not who we are to be either so kids are we going to go around telling people we're going to give them candy and then give them brussels sprouts no No, we're not. We're going to tell people the truth. And if we say we're going to do something, we're going to do our very best to do it and to tell the truth. Friends, I just do want to say on this Brussels sprout thing, I now have very firsthand experience of of what it looks like to go into a grocery store and purchase two Brussels sprouts only. (laughs) Yesterday at Save On, I'm pretty sure everyone thought there was something seriously wrong with me (laughs) because... It's just this massive line, and everyone's got their food, and I just literally have two Brussels sprouts. And uh, it got worse because the lady was like, hey, anyone know the code for Brussels sprouts? So everyone's looking over. And uh, yeah, I, I, I don't recommend it. It's a, it's a very interesting vibe. But uh, anyway, anyway. But let's just bring it back to the end here, friends. So God is always truthful. 
We can trust everything he says, always. And by his Holy Spirit, he wants to lead us to be people who do the same. So that every single word that comes out of our mouth is the truth. And we can ask him for help. So let's do that now. Let's pray and ask God to lead us and help us. God, we love you. Thank you so much that we can trust everything that you say to us. It is so good to not have to worry about you changing your mind about us. Changing your mind about something you've said that you will do. No, God, you are trustworthy and true. So God, help us in the times where we lie, where we don't use our words to to tell the truth. God, help us in that moment to, to come to you and to say sorry. And if we need to say sorry to someone else, help us to do that. And God, I pray, would you help all of us by the power of your Holy Spirit to grow more and more and more truthful each day. Help us to slow down and not be so quick to say something that we realize we just said it without even thinking. God, help us to think about the words we're saying, to slow down and to mean what we say. We want to be people who say what we mean and mean what we say. So God, help us. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks for listening to this message. If you've been listening to our sermons, but you're not a part of a church community, we would love to have you join us. You can go to cachurch.ca to find out more about getting involved in the life and mission of CA Church.